Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to Tap Calf Transmissions, the only the Star only Wars. Star Wars podcast. Yeah, we're leaving it there. I'm Corey. He's Justin. He interrupted me. How are you doing, Justin? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we used I to just, we used I to was... alternate on the introductions. We need yeah, to go back. I, to that. I, mine were always men. Yours is just so consistent. Like I, I just say my video introduction, but I say it with you instead. Yeah, well, so. we know what we're getting. It's uh it's it's all reliable. It's one of the only um, reliable things in my life. So, okay, I don't want to take that away from you. So, I take it you're not doing well <laughs> from that. No, no, life's okay. falling apart. That's, that's, that's bad. But no time to talk about that tonight because we have two big topics for the night. We have the Bad Batch coming up next week. So maybe we'll have. I, I did this without your approval. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about some expectations from that. Because the book we're covering tonight is very short. It's Boba Fett Crossfire Book 2. Uh, we were going to talk about Destiny's Way, but Justin yesterday told me, I forgot I can't read, and we're delaying that until next week. Yeah, I'd read something more on my level. So we went with uh, the book for nine-year-olds. Uh, no, I just didn't have time. I, I, I've been busy. I've it been turned busy. out to be a 450-page book. We thought it'd be closer to 300. Yeah, my kids had no days. It just it wasn't happening. So I'm I'm nearly done. So I'm pacing myself now. I was okay. gonna finish it yesterday, and then got that message, and I was really excited to see how Luke would rig this election. But uh, apparently, that's for next week. Uh, so the plan at this point is to do two episodes next week. So we'll do Wednesday night on the Bad Batches, that plan. Thursday night on Destiny's Way. That's what we're that's what we're thinking right now. Yeah, I never end up uploading that Halo podcast either because you removed it or you unlisted it. So maybe. Maybe I'll add that to the end of this one or something too. To okay, I mean, I I didn't I I, I wasn't happy with uh, with my contributions at least. So okay, well we can we can call, that'll be a lost episode. I mean, I you suppose. can you can post it if you want. I just didn't want it on the video version here because it it had like thirty seven views by the time the stream ended anyway. So it it was no big loss. So one of your big uh, monthly successes. Yeah. I'm, I'm just being carried mean? by one video at a time. Oh, the song's I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Ranked 1,500 in Canada. What a loser. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, Bad Batch is a week away, and there's been some people posting all over the social media that uh, that they have yeah, watched no, uh, the first half of the season. Well, I was going to ask you what you thought of it, because I'm sure you were one of the ones that caught it. I was not. Um, my shill card has been uh, revoked. I don't know. Is it because we are Canadian? Do you see any Canadians review it? No, I mean, I only really saw a couple people that had it, and like Alex was doing a bunch of interviews with like Red Rao and Michelle Long. Uh, so he's been deep into the into the prep there. But yeah, I don't know if it was like you were too toxic and you dragged me down with you, or what's happened there. But I think it might just be an American thing so far. Yeah. It could be. So we have no spoilers, is what we're trying to get at with that. Yeah, but also yeah. We're a little bit. We haven't seen it. I haven't asked any of my friends either. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the first three episodes are going to be next week, which I think it's going to be when, like, the three a.m. Tuesday to Wednesday transition again, not the Ahsoka like going up Tuesday night thing, which is kind of sad because I really like that, but mm -hmm. can't win them all. But any any expectations for those first three episodes? Well, 
Not really. Um, I do think they're going to kind of do the same thing that past seasons have done, where we'll probably open up pretty hot uh, with a little arc. And then I think it'll slow down a bit. Um, we'll probably get some, you know, as I love to say, slice of life episodes or mission episodes. Uh, and then things will probably ramp up towards the middle of the season. Um, then kind of a repeat where there's some time off and then the uh, the finale. So. Do you think that we'll get as much of the as many of those episodes when it's the final season, though? Yeah, I do. Maybe not as many, but I do think we will have a couple of a uh, couple of shorter or or less impactful arcs. I mean, they were. I maintain that they were important for character building in the prior in the prior oh, yeah, seasons. So maybe like one or two episodes that I thought were more disposable, but I think. The majority well, have been interesting for some reason. Or no, I totally agree. Um, what I'm referring to is like, can the clickbait uh, websites or YouTubers make a? Make Are a we going to be eating good or no? <laughs> yeah. Like, am I going to be eating good because Crosshair had character development? Uh, I mean, some of those videos did really well for me. Like, maybe because the other channels were taking the week off, so there was less for people to to chomp on. But yeah, I, I don't know. That's just me, though. Yeah. Uh, but maybe we uh, any we should do some like what we did with the Mandalorian, where we pick like guaranteed death, guaranteed life, guaranteed cameo, and then like a, a second tier for each of those. Okay. Not yeah, like I'm, full I'm on predictions on everyone, but like try to lock in some stuff here before we've seen anything. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's start with that. who you think is going to make it. Give me one character you think is like locked to make it, and you can't oh say Omega. God. Okay. Um, oh, that's tough. One character is not Omega that's going to make it. Can I say Asage? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, I'll say Asage then. Asage. I think that's. Uh, I think that's a a good one. Uh, I, I'm going to say Rex. <laughs> no. Uh, I think I'm going to say Wrecker. Okay, I like that. I think the rules on not killing kids also kind of applies to Rick. <laughs> yeah, but he's so sweet. Like his death could be very impactful. But I, I do, I do get what you, uh, I do get what you're saying. Guaranteed death is Hunter, for me. Um, I just hope it's not for me. I'm gonna say Crosshair. crosshair. I'm gonna really say Crosshair. Don't do it. Like I think you're probably right, but I really hope they don't do it. I'm gonna be very upset if they do it. Because I'm going to do a video before the season comes out about how I'm really happy that they haven't killed Crosshair yet, and how the Star Wars thing to do would be to kill Crosshair, and I hope that doesn't happen. But, yeah, it right. would definitely be a Star Wars, uh, a Star Wars thing to do. Um, Actually, can I change my guaranteed alive to tech? If you want, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good what one. I'm going to do. Okay. So what else? So we've got. Oh, this one. This is one of the more interesting ones. Um, and Ventress obviously is. Are we gonna do two cameos? Let's do like our our like S tier. Let's say cam, no like clones. No clones. Yeah. Um. So pick a solid one and one you think is less solid. Okay, my less solid is going to be Quinlan Voss. Okay. Um. So who's your Who's your less solid? Or a Sing. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, I and think not Boba just because Fett, you read a book about her. 
actually mostly because we just read the book about it. But yeah, I know that 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 one makes a lot of sense just because of the bounty. Do you think Cat Bane is going to be in? Did we I see him they, in the trailer? I think he's, he's been in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, we saw him in the trailer. And that's part um, of what makes me think Aura might come in and that. And same with Fennec, where like Fennec Shan was in the trailer, so that's uh, not a valid guess either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Maybe okay, there's silly bounty hunters if Aura's in there, but I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like all the Clone Wars bounty hunters, but uh, yeah, that, that's a really good assets. one. That's the important thing. So that's your your le- your less likely one. That's who I'm putting on my like B tier okay. prediction. I'm going to go a little... Uh, so I think that they are going to include somebody from the Rebellion. Early Rebellion. Like, obviously very, very early. Not really the Rebellion, but the uh, Proto-Rebellion. I think we're going to see um, Bail Antilles... Or Bail uh, Organa. <laughs> Bail Antilles would be a real, yeah. a real stretch there. But Bail Organa that, yeah. is my guess. So yeah, I, I He hasn't been on the show yet, has he? I don't think. Uh, was he was in he the arc one? with Ventura? Like I can't with, remember. Uh, the Senator... I hope she's back, but I'm not going to call that a cameo because she's just like primarily a Bad Batch character at this point. Um, hmm. I don't know who I'd even go for yet. Like, I, I don't think it'll be. Oh, yeah, he wasn't. He was in three Bad Batch episodes. Do I, can I still choose him? Uh, or should I choose someone else? I think you can choose him if you want, but I don't know. It's, I'll say uh, Mon Mothma. Okay. I'll Mon say Mon Mothma. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a big year for Mon Mothma. But uh, I don't know. Uh, like I think a, of a Jedi, like Quinlan Voss is the is the big one. We've got Ventress definitely coming. What Bale about Thrawn? That would be surprising. Mm-hmm. I guess with I think Krennic is going to be my like guarantee. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, not guarantee, but like my my strong prediction is Krennic. I think. Remember, everyone thought he was going to be in uh, season one. Yeah, then that didn't happen. Nope. So, so you owe us, fuckers. Yeah. Well, that's the. I think those are some some decent bad bad. It's time to say Hera again, by the way. Hera as yeah. a another. Yeah, yeah but she's I already mean, the, she's in a the relationship with. Yeah, she's already friends yeah. with Omega. Yeah. Which that's got to turn into something at some point, right? Like Omega. Like, is Omega gonna be live action? Are they casting live action Omega? in Ahsoka season Just 2 Danny DeVito huh. you never seen a clone like me that's not a Danny DeVito impression that's just I don't know what that was I don't know what this is I think we're yeah. moving on okay but I mean Dave Filoni would live action Omega and Ventress are I think they're yeah. they're not horrible bets Okay, so those are good predictions. The next next thing I want to do, what will they do to for Ventress's return? Will they well two questions. Will she survive the season and will they address her return? What's your uh, answer for those? I think she w- I think yes to both. I think it'll be I think it'll be like a I heard she was dead and the night sisters made me better. That's mm-hmm. that's my Ventress impression. So, yeah, I think they'll do even less than that. I, th- yeah, I think I'm, I'm putting that as my maximum. Yeah, I think they'll acknowledge it and be like, didn't stay dead, or like, but yeah, I don't think she's going to die either. Yeah. Um, like, it was it was a Clone Wars plot that they did execute on in the book. If it was yeah. just a book thing, I would be less 
sure about that. But the fact that it was a Clone Wars arc that was going to happen in Bad mm -hmm. Batch is where those things come back to life. Like we've already had the Bad Batch themselves. We had the the Kashyyyk plot. Like I feel like them acknowledging that that was a thing. This is how they do it. We're getting the rest of what that arc was going to be. Yeah. But okay. Good stuff. All right. Crosshair and Omega got to escape. That's what happens next. But uh, so, yeah. yeah, I guess that gets us to, unless there's anything else bad batch you want to get into before we get to Crossfire? No. Uh, any, any death fake outs? Any death fake outs? I think tech is already such a big death fake out that they, they can't do another one right now. So you think he's alive? Yes, he's alive. Okay. I, it, Justin, he, it's not that I think he's alive. He's alive. Source, it came to me in a dream. <laughs> Hashtag tech lives. Okay? Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. Okay. Yeah, so I'm excited. I I've yeah, been me too. enjoying some bad bad. I think I'm I might go and rewatch some of the some of the major hits between now and then when I'm looking for something to watch while eating. So Yeah, I've been like replaying the Souls games and you die so many times that like if you take ten minutes off, like I always have something going on on my other monitor, so Just like how tap cap is a second monitor experience. It is, yeah, it is. Yeah. Play uh Died ten times to the first boss in Dark Souls One, and uh, listened to to our bullshit rambling about stuff we don't we we don't even I didn't even remember that Bail Organa was in season one of the Batman. He was in three episodes. Yeah, maybe. What are we doing Organa. here? What's going know. on? Well, maybe well, the next Star Wars animated show is going to be the Bail Organa show. Not even like a like an Andor Rebel style thing. Just like the Bail Organa show. It's a sitcom. It's like the Bail Organa Variety Hour. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it could work. Star Wars yeah. needs to get into there. Uh, but thank you, Jake and Joel, for the donations, which I bring up, because Joel asks, how deep will the Exegol cloning stuff in Bad Batch go? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you as well. Um, because, like, Palpatine is obviously going to be... I, I think we saw Palpatine in the trailer. Um, so that was going to be... You could, for one of your big guesses, choose someone related to that. I don't know who, because we don't really know that many people i guess an interesting one would be um oh like what was the the um imperial from episode nine uh pride general pride yeah like that would be an interesting one right yeah him or like the elder hux even yeah yeah even though like they're not connected to the first order yet but no but they're like his general yeah. pride's like his ride ride or die it seems yeah. like he was like he was chosen to uh to fuck off and go with the the final order, right? So yeah. or I don't because I don't think he went with the first order. I think he was straight to Exegol. But maybe not. Yeah. Uh I mean I think I don't think it'll be like an explicit Palpatine saying, I like this cloning because it'll do something for me when my body explodes. But I feel like we're gonna have such a clear setup for uh for all that stuff and like the the clone wars animated show was like a big part of what got a lot of people to kind of turn around on the prequels and i think using it as a way to tie more of the saga together is a, a natural extension so i think yeah that probably is the direction we're going in uh but i guess before we get to crossfire 
there is a thing that uh, was making the the rounds this week related tweet to about one of our wagons. No. Oh, okay. I didn't see. I that. just said, imagine letting this Bilbo Baggins ass nerd take over your galaxy, and it's a shot of Palpatine walking in uh, Episode One. He's so smug. Oh yeah, the yeah. I mean, yeah. Bilbo gets a lot done, so yeah. He does kind of look like Bilbo, and he's very short in the scene. What's well, the Naboo a... clothes? Yeah, the the, the, the Naboo all... clothes are very Hobbit like. Also, there's weird. a fake yeah. fake Mace Windu in the background. It's it's just a bald black dude. Like it doesn't even look like Samuel L. Jackson, but it's clearly supposed to be Mace Windu because he's like with Kiri Mundi and the other mm-hmm. um, Jedi masters. Well, so many and, Jedi characters got invented in the prequels because of that situation. Well, like, that's what I was like. There. That's what I was thinking. I was like, somebody showed remarkable restraint to allow this to be Mace Windu and not like, because for one, everyone knows that Star Wars can have one, two black people in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And then every other black person introduced, at least according to the fans, is related to them. Like, people might not remember, some of you are probably too young to remember, but when episode seven was announced and we saw Finn, people were like, that's Samuel L. That's Mace Windu's son, or that's Lando's son. I think Lando's son was probably more uh, of a common take. But uh, yeah, so. I guess remarkable restraint, but also um, we could have had another black person in Star Wars, which would have put us up to like five or six. Yeah, someday. We'll get back also now. Yeah, there we're getting there slowly, <laughs> but it. I was reading the uh, I was reading the behind the scenes for Return of the Jedi, and George Lucas said Yoda's black, which was what. No, I'm just joking. George did say that he didn't. He didn't think. So I was reading. Can we talk about my uh, my force choke thing? Is it weird that I believed that <laughs> that Yoda's black coated? <laughs> Nothing. Like, does it say more about me or George Lucas? Because <laughs> I was thinking the whole like Lando's a clone thing that was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Point. No, that's a good point. I mean, the tweet I was referring to was the uh, was the the. Kenobi comic, but we can we can go. Oh yeah, can we can we just finish this beforehand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I I was reading. So I'll explain why in a second. But I was reading one of the making of books for Return of the Jedi, and they're actually a lot, and they're very interesting. They go into like the production day by day, and um, one is a conversation between George, the director, one of the producers, and they're talking about like everything, like the underlying way the universe works. And one thing that I thought was interesting that I've never heard before is that George didn't think Yoda was a Jedi. He thought he was just like a teacher. Hmm. Have you ever read that before? I haven't, but it kind of makes sense. Like, look at how everyone saw the Jedi when it was just Obi-Wan and Yoda. And it's kind of the same thing with like Palpatine wasn't a Sith yet. And then there was all the like... Darth Vader is the Lord of the Sith. What does that mean? And then there's like three other species that they make, and like Vader's the Lord of them with the Nogri, and then with the actual Sith species, and all the fun that comes from that. So, yeah. And this was like in a conversation right after George explains that literally anybody can be a Jedi. Yeah. Like it's literally just a matter of discipline. Yeah. Um, which I actually, in hindsight, I kind of like more and more. Obviously, the universe didn't quite go that way. But that kind of make, makes Luke's um, ability less so his uh, like natural gifts and more just his 
his determination and his will, which well, is kind yeah. of a cool, cool story. Like the one of the things with Legends is that you get to the end of it and it's like, okay, well, it's just all the Skywalkers and all the positions of power running the the Hapes Consortium. Like the yeah. the Jedi just become like this bloodline thing. And there's actually in the book that we were supposed to be talking about in Destiny's Way, Vergier Verger. It's actually pronounced Verger. Uh, Onimi really? Onimi makes a rhyme that rhymes air with Verger, and it's all actually rhyming. So it has to be Verger. But oh, okay. like when when Verger and Luke are having their one on ones, uh, Verger is like, "Oh, and you're allowing the Jedi to marry and have kids and stuff." And he's like, "Yeah, well, a lot of us were old and we'd already fucked." And she's like, "You fucking moron! This is just going to lead to these dynasties of powerful force wielders." All right. So I under that, dropped you for a second there. Sorry, I dropped you, you for like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Roger was that part. Yeah, you're. Can you hear me now? You good? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Roger was saying that, like, by having all the Jedi breeding, that was just going to make these. That is kind of just the end, natural progression of saying that it's something that, like, the entire talent pool is just determined by genetics. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's because it, it's more sort of in line with. I mean, I I don't know much about like the the literary theory, but I think it's more in line with kind of traditional hero's journey, where like the hero often is just an everyman, mm-hmm. who you know, not always, but I like the idea of it just being someone with with strong will. Uh, but yeah. the reason why I was reading that is, and I th- I feel like we have talked about this on the podcast before. Um, I was going over. I don't even remember how it came up. That scene in Return of the Jedi, where Luke approaches the Gamorrean guards, and something happens. Now, as a kid, the idea that Luke could be choking the Gamorrean guards never entered my mind as even a possibility until an adult when I heard other people say it. And it's funny, because there are other people who say the exact same, the exact opposite thing, rather, that oh, it's so clearly a choke that they didn't see it as otherwise. And there is, you know, I think it's such an ambiguous scene that you can see it either way. Like for me, I'll say um, the, the things that led me from a, just a purely looking at the screen, not to think of, of a choke is every single time someone is choked in star Wars, there's that whoosh sound. And that had been established by that point. It's like, whoosh, you know, when, and, and they always do the pinching thing. Luke does more of a, that, um, and the, uh, People say the guards are putting their their hands up to their neck. I always just saw them as returning back to a ready pose. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think, by the way? I think we talked about it a few times, and I think my position might have been changed by our discussions, but I think my okay. position was always, I assumed it was mind trick. Right. And I, I'd never, I, I wasn't even aware people thought it was a choke and still you started, until you started bringing it up on the podcast, I think. Yeah, well, it turns out, at least based on... Um, at least based on my experience, because I've, I've done a video on this before, the vast majority, well, not the vast, I'd say the majority of people see it as, see it as a choke. And I'm, I'm out to change that. Because surprisingly, almost all evidence that I've found uh, indicates that it was intended to actually be uh, not a choke, but a forced trick. The, there's three versions of the original um, Return of the Jedi script. Uh, I've seen two. 
Both of them refer to it as a mind trick. Um, every single canonical source. Canonically, it is a mind trick, but I don't really care about canon, other people's interpretations. I want to know what a George Lucas intended as. Um, and so far, I haven't been able to find anything definitive other than the script. Uh, the the golden the, the holy grail for me would be to, to see the actual storyboards. Um, they did do a release of like original trilogy storyboards in a book, but it actually skips that scene. Um, so that's probably my best bet. Trying to hide the truth. They are, and the reason why I'm bringing it up on the podcast is because there's somebody who has some knowledge. Uh, like there are so many making of books that it's got to be here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you if you do know, either way, because if I'm wrong, I also want to know. Uh, so if you do know, either way. Yeah, um, like I mentioned on Twitter when you were going through this, uh, that like I have the annotated screenplay book, which is yeah, oh yeah, difficult to get now, and like I already showed you this. But uh, yeah, like the the annotated screenplay here at least indicates that it is them like putting back their weapons and going back to a ready position. Like it's not Luke choking yeah. them; it's a it's a mind trick. But, so there's um, only that from what I found. There's there's really only one place where it's a choke, and that is the uh, the novelization, the first novelization that came out in '83 or maybe even '82, whenever it came out. Has it as a choke, but that was written by the uh, the author, having seen the movie. So you can just say, well, he he made the same call that many of us did. Um, the other uh, place in the in the radio broadcast, it's ambiguous. But other than that, it's a uh, pretty much every single source, which I was surprised has it as a uh, as a mind trick. Yeah. So like part of why I think this is pretty solidly on the on the mind trick side is that it indicates two giant guards move to block Luke's path. Luke halts. Luke raises his hand and points at the puzzled guards, who immediately lower their spears and fall back. So it's two people, which we'd never really seen. Like, if Luke was doing a double choke, that was something Mm -hmm. new at that point. And usually people aren't, like, keeping control of their legs, so that wouldn't really be written as they're stepping back. It's Yeah. I, I always personally felt like the Luke being... Dark side coded is, I don't want to call it overblown, but like maybe slightly. Um, we're like, yeah, he's got the black, and you do kind of question, but like from the very beginning of the movie, he presents himself as a Jedi. Like Han wakes up, the first thing he learns before we even see Luke, because we don't have that scene of Luke in the, oh, let's check the classic Marvel comics. I just thought, but um, that we don't even see the scene of him, uh, of him building his lightsaber in the movie the first thing we hear about luke is that he's a jedi and he comes in and yes he's mysterious but to me a force choke really would take that whole idea yeah. over the edge um yeah because like the idea is that he's going down a path where he could go either direction by the end but if he's coming in force choking people and that's the first thing we see rather than showing him doing the first thing like other, other than or scream i guess but he didn't see obi-wan do that he's doing the first thing that he saw Obi-Wan do as a Jedi, then... What do you think about the need to have every, like, weird fucking thing a person does be a Force ability? Like, yeah, <laughs> um, he didn't just make some weird Tusken Raider fucking 
troll sound. No, he he force screamed. Force great dragon screams. He does a yeah. great dragon call, but <laughs> through the force, through the force. And then yeah, that's there's... like a, a level six ability in Kotor too. You can't just get that immediately. <laughs> There's there's a guy on TikTok who uh, teaches people how to make like a ruckus. Like that's the only way I could describe what he does. And uh, like he'll, he'll go to like a bathroom at like a Walmart or something, and he'll be like, "Okay, this is how you make like a troll sound." He'll be like, "Uh, uh," he's like, yeah, "You want to make sure you hit that note there." <laughs> Occasionally, you'll hear like somebody leave the bathroom because he just starts like he, he just and he's funny because he's like a fifty-five, six-year-old man in a construction worker's uniform, just making an absolute ruckus. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so clearly, clearly, mind trick. Yeah, don't mind me. I'm just pulling up my Return of the Jedi comic. We have a one hundred percent consensus rate here on the podcast, uh, which is rare. So. It, it's a mind trick, and we've decided, we've determined it. But uh, well, I, wanna, I was gonna see what Marvel does, but it just straight up skips the scene. Wow, do they just not like the? <laughs> do they, do, does nothing like the the scene? Because that's a lot of stuff that's leaving it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna put up. Well, a he, he just shows up. He just meets Bib. He just he just goes straight to Bib. Yeah. Well. I'll see what the what the viewers are saying. Yeah, put a poll. I'm curious to see what the viewers as say. we as we transition into a nice little discussion of Boba Fett Crossfire. Boba so, Fett. Boba Fett. Where where? We left? Well, I'll tell you where. He's on Raxus Prime right now at Dooku's Castle. He's in a video game. Yeah, that's true. He's trying to Dooku's trying to get the Force Harvester. And mm-hmm. well, spoiler, because uh, Boba Sneaks out of his room. He's been there for like six minutes, I thought. Uh, yeah, so... I was so confused about that. It makes it seem like he's been there for like weeks. Yeah, like it, it seemed like Sidon Prax shows him to his room, and that's Sidon Prax's main job is escorting young children through Dooku's palace. Wait, the Sidon Prax from the Clone Wars video game? Yeah, and he's there, and he's uh, described as a lot more dinosaur like than he is in any of the other art. Yeah. Sorry, continue. I shouldn't interrupt you. Well, no, that that's that's the end of the book. Side and Prax looks weird. Yeah, so I gotta say, reading this book really made me appreciate um, the tie-in work they did for the Clone Wars and Attack of the Clones compared to what we got with the new Star Wars movies um, or even the Mandalorian, anything. Um, where... This book directly crosses a bunch of main stories. We were at the Battle of Genosis last time. We're at the video game tie-in this time. Um, but it's not scared to like have the like expand on that. Where like when the movies came out uh for the sequel trilogy, a lot of what we got was just retellings or not even that. Um so I guess I appreciate that, even if it ended up being a little goofy sometimes. Like there was there was a media blitz. When episode two came out, like everything I got that year, I got I got the video game, um, I got these books, I got toys. There were other video games about episode two, uh, later the Clone Wars TV show, obviously. So pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, in all of them accomplishing uh, one one core goal of making it clear that Dooku fucking sucks. Yeah. He's an absolute dick to, to Boba in this book. He's horrible to everyone in every other book we've read. 
he is not a political idealist. He is a murderer, and he's also an asshole. <laughs> Being a political idealist, there's one part where he's like, he's talking about the kids in the room, and he's like, they were so loud and so diverse. He says it like, <laughs> and they go like, oh, he's a YouTuber. <laughs> like forced diversity in my acclimator class assault ship. Yeah, but then uh, they they have uh, a good representation of like diversity and gender, and Boba's on board with that, so he learns. Yeah, Boba's a uh, non-binary ally. Yeah, which, which good for Boba. It's, it's nice to see him finally have a decent opinion for once. Well, it, it's his first friend, so like, yeah, that's true. Kind of. So yeah, Boba has a friend. Where what's their name again? Uh, Gar. Gar. So Gar isn't like trans or or non-binary as we would understand it. Rather, whatever species Gar is doesn't apparently grow genitals until they turn 13. I guess. Is that why you read that? Uh, When they hit puberty, that's when like secondary sexual organs start developing. So I so the species is called the Excargans. Which mm-hmm. I thought meant they were going to be snails, <laughs> but the description does describe them as human, like humanoid at least, mostly basically just human, but of like indeterminate. Like Boba can't tell what gender they are. Yeah, and like Gar talks about how like oh I'm glad I don't have a gender right now because like no one wants to play with me because the girls are this way, the boys are that way. Which is like that's not especially based. I'm sure a lot of those girls and boys would have been perfectly happy doing other activities. But now, Gar, you're the one shoehorning them into that situation, so you need to raise your consciousness a bit there. But more importantly, if you're called a fucking Excargan, you should be a snail, because yep. that is the most Star Wars name possible. When I saw the name Excargan come up the first time, I thought it was about the people on the planet that Ezra's living on. <laughs> oh, yes. The, tonight, for, tonight for dinner, we have Mon Calamari with a starter of Excargan. I, I think Corrin would probably... Uh, I mean, I... I would go for the Mon Calamari because they're more lobstery, but I feel like most people would go for the the corn and get that, that squid. I, I I thought you said corn. I thought you were gonna talk about how to fuck all the the sea shaped <laughs> animals in the galaxy happily. What's the most moist species that corn's probably fucked? Boom. Maybe like a Beldon. <laughs> what about Beldori? Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if huts are moist. Like certainly within their folds, but like their lower body is always like on the floor. So I imagine it's like is, more like bed sore. Like is slime a form of moisture? Yeah, and huts are snakes. Snakes aren't really moist. Well, they're more slugs, right? They're not snakes. Yeah, I guess they don't have scales, do they? Yeah. So I thought an escargon would be like a slimmer hut with a shell, but no, it's just a person. Yeah, I'd love if, if Boba's first friend is just an absolute fucking freak. Yeah. I mean, the common Owens are kind of freaks, and the librarian was was his first, was really his first friend. I mean, that librarian did so much for him, and he just wipes him right out. But, uh, Cammy Nolan's really jumped pretty ahead. high on the slimy scale. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. Nalase. They just look so moisturized. They're well, always Tan Wee, yeah. Oh, you meant yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, <laughs> I, I was taking the other definition of slimy, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that too. 
Fuck no, I'll say another strong position of the podcast. But yeah, we, really we really have jumped one. ahead because yeah. Boba Fett starts off in Dooku's care. And, and I was died. really hoping for yeah. a book full of series of unfortunate event stuff. But we did. Yeah, get it definitely that. has that vibe, doesn't he? We just, well, we just dropped that immediately. And Boba nearly dies in a swamp when he goes and finds Dooku's getting the Force Harvester. And then he just leaves the planet. Well, he get there's a he doesn't just leave the planet. There's a Republic assault on Rax's Prime right next to the, the CIS one from the game immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like Anakin and Obi Wan are there, or at least Anakin. I don't remember. Yeah, and this is this is a month after Geonosis, so the Republic has made good time getting across the galaxy here. Yeah, I do actually appreciate. Um, they've got that. The the end of the book has a little. Um, has a little thing. It's like, oh, this is it, it has like a chronology of months after Geonosis Geonosis, which yeah. I don't care about because I'm not a nerd, but I know like the timeline nerds, that's probably super helpful. Yeah. Right? So like we can tell exactly when the Venator gets introduced multiple times via that. Yeah, because right now the Acclimator is the most powerful warship in their fleet, like bro. Kind of sad, but yeah, it's like a transport ship dog. What are you talking about? Well, all they're doing is transporting clones back and forth. And did you know there's 15,000 clones right now? That's amazing. That's an amazing amount of clones. Yeah, it's definitely enough clones to fight 16 quadrillion battle droids that every planet probably has, right? But have you considered that the clones are really good at it? Yeah. Um, I I kind of wish they'd play, they'd play a bit more with the fact that... Um, the clones do all look identical to his father, who he's very seriously mourning. Um, yeah, but I don't. I don't think it's that kind of book. I think the we're not going to be delving deep down into Boba's psyche, other than his lack of friends. Yeah, and yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it could be worse. I I enjoy the stories. Um. They're 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 they've not been amazing so far. This one, you know, we we we're certainly trotting across the galaxy, pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, well, they you got to get to the new location because right now, uh, after the battle, Boba gets picked up by the Jedi and their orphanage program under Jedi Master Glenn Betty, who's like an absolute dick. Yeah, uh, she's a boss. Also, is that like a Tuckerize? Isn't that what they call Tuckerization or? It's gotta be someone's name, like the kids, like his kids or something, or uh I mean I thought it was some sort of play on horses again. But oh. I couldn't figure out exactly what it was, but both Glenn Glenn and Betty Betty I thought horses. the apprentice was the uh was the what's it called, Bothan. Or is it the master? No, Glenn Betty's the master and is the is the Bothan. Ulu Ulix uh is I was picturing like a, a grand because they have three eyes names. on stocks, but then they also have like horns, so it's not yeah. really a grand. So maybe it's like the aliens from Toy Story with oh, yeah. horns. So that's my headcanon now. Okay. But uh, but yeah, so the Jedi already have this orphanage program set up, and this is where Boba learns that there's a bunch of diverse kids and hates he, it. He just hates he it. He hates it. Yep. But he decides to go it's walking woke. out an airlock with one of them. Yeah, that scene was not super woke. Um, because the kid wants to see the bridge of the acclimator. Um, I don't even know how you can see that from the outside. I guess it's there somewhere. Um, 
but they almost go to height they almost jump to hyperspace and that would have been bad because either they get blasted by the uh the ship's radiation as it jumps or they just get left there <laughs> either way neither would be an ideal situation um and these kids are so goddamn bored like i can't blame them but you got to be really bored for that to like I, I'm I I don't even like playing the outdoor space level at the beginning of Kodor two. <laughs> that part sucked. If you had to play the Republic Commando Acclimator level again, you'd probably run out the airlock too. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Do you ever play um? Oh, what's that game called? Uh, Prey. No. That's some some cool uh, out of, out of airlock sequences. I know there's some people in lockers in that game, and that's about all I know about it. But that actually might be Alien Isolation. Never mind. Yeah. Praise like Bioshock in space. It's very okay. good. I highly recommend it'd be a good it'd be a good stream game for you, I think. I haven't even played Bioshock in water. Well, you don't need a, to Am I lacking on that? Yes. And infinite Bioshock in Sky is good too. Okay. So yeah, I'd play them. They're very okay. they're very scary games. They really are. I think I I think I own at least some of those. I might even own Prey, but I know Everyone I own at some point like gets Bioshock in a humble bundle. Yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> how I got it. But yeah, if you were running a Jedi orphanage program, yeah, I got all I got Bioshock a million times on my Steam. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Do you like th this? Seems like it's entirely on them, right? Because like the ship should be notified when there's an airlock opening. You'd think yeah. that's a military ship; they'd know that. And then yeah, children shouldn't be able to open the airlock. Well, not even just that. You should know if it's happening. And then before you jump to hyperspace on your orphanage ship, you do a head count. We knew well, this when leaving the fucking bathroom at Tim Oh, no, we, we lose an orphan. Oh, one less mouth to feed. Who cares? Wow. No, the Jedi aren't like that until episode three. That's <laughs> Luminara coming up to the families of Gar and Boban saying that. The Force willed it. They exploded when we... <laughs> Burned their bodies to a crisp with our hyperspace jump. Yeah, well, again, one less mouth for the uh, Jedi Agricultural Corps to feed. Oh yeah, if you yeah, if you're not good enough, you go and work on the farms. But no, the Jedi are definitely not just taking children, and they're, they're it's, it's a great system. It's a great system. Yeah, we got the Jedi uh, Manufacturing Corps. You don't use the Force; you just make us doodads, and we we sell it. The Jedi Match Factory. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, you've been promoted to Ally Express Shipper. You can cut your dirty rags off. <laughs> slightly nicer ones. Well, they get to Bespin, which is very convenient uh, yeah. because Aura Singh's able to track Boba down with the Slave One. She's going to give it back, but... She wants to go on an adventure with him because they're on top of the money that Dooku owed Boba, which Dooku was like, nah, I'm not going to pay you that. So fuck off. Uh, before running off into a shuttle to escape the battle. There's yeah, these nice other someone, dead drops of cash. It's nice to see someone aggressively tracking down a 10 year old boy and it not being a YouTuber for once. <laughs> she couldn't have this dude twice. She just wants to give the shit back. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, she does because this is the only way that she's going to get the retinal scans to get into the into the trove of different cash drops that Django has. Yeah, left I, I can't galaxy. imagine a single other being in the entire galaxy who could help with that. 
Well, at least Boba does call know. that out. Yeah, yeah she doesn't Boba know. calls it out. Yeah. How does she not know though? Like, did Je- they're they're sort of friends, they're co-workers. She's like, oh, you're hanging out on Camino all the time, and there's all these people that look like you, and there's this army that has she never, I guess. Yeah, has she never seen them without a helmet? They're walking around without a helmet when Boba's walking up to her. This isn't new. No, it's not. Um, and like you'd still think one of the clones would recognize him, right? Like if like, I saw oh, this somebody is what who I used old... to look like. Well, me or one of my like if I saw somebody who looked a lot like one of my friends when they were a kid, I'd be like, oh, that looks a lot like Big Mike yeah. at 10. If I saw somebody who looked like every single person I ever knew at 10 years old, <laughs> I'd probably say something. Yeah. But I guess Boba does look different. Like he's compared got the, to the, the hair. The hair right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what are they? For all they know, like because they've only been exposed to themselves, for all they know, there are a bunch of other people out there who also look just like them. Yeah. So it is just normal for them. That's true. They're not told to question things. We're really far in the multimedia project from the the depictions of clone troopers that we're going to start getting with the Clone Wars. I think that Mm -hmm. might be the the biggest gap that the Clone Wars filled. Yeah, wasn't really done very well before, other than maybe like the Republic Commando books. But the thing with the Republic Commando books is it's the commandos are special and they're the rest of the clones are literally just fodder and. Yeah. yeah, you're right. The other clones, like, if you read anything or watch anything, the only clones that have any personality are some of the ARC troopers do and the commandos. It's but very, uh, the rank and I'm file like are the other clones. And... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're setting. So Gar tries to narc on Boba and gets into a, a nice little Jedi chase. Boba does refrain from killing all of them, which is nice of him. So he's yep. growing. Least psychopath kinda... bubble moment. Yeah, that's kind of where we. Where yep, we they're off to. Do we know where they're off to next? Uh, I we might. We Boba Fett knew he would have to remain on guard, so I don't think he says. I don't think yeah. she says. We're off so... somewhere to track down Boba's many. Uh, Django left many stockpiles of credits. Yep. Old VHS tapes of uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> Real quality stuff. Only the Tom Berger on years. He just couldn't stand Bob Saget. Yeah, of course. Rest in peace to my homie. To Bob Saget or Tom Berger? Yeah. Tom Berger's not dead, is he? I hope not. Don't tell, don't tell me that. I haven't, I haven't thought about that. But maybe... Oh, he's, he's only 68. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. He's probably still doing oh, no. Dancing with the Stars, for Christ's sake. Oh, yeah, that was that. a thing he did. Yeah, I... I don't know if he's no, he's not. He doesn't look great for 68. Wow. <laughs> look, I'm not going to... I don't look good for 32, but just uh, just throwing it out there. I mean, I'm only 31 as well. I was so going to say, you're not 32 yet. Almost. Almost getting there. Yeah. Uh, how's this one stack up to the first one? Are you more of a crossfire or no time to die? Whatever the fight to survive. <laughs> I like the first one more, but this one was uh, this one was pretty good. Yeah. 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 They're all good. I'm cool I'm, with it. 
maintaining my my list of where all the young young reader series have have stayed so far. This yeah. might have actually knocked the Young Jedi Knights a little bit farther above it in the in the tapestry of of young reader yeah. books that we've read. Yeah, that's understandable. Any any closing thoughts for tonight, Mr. Justin Latterson? No, sorry I couldn't get that book done. Um, we had two snow days, and my reading time during the day was spent entertaining my children. God love that them. That is also what you're in my phone as, by the way. What? Eckhart Latterson? No, is Justin Latterson. Oh, Justin Latterson. Okay. Well, so when yeah. I said that, I got a, I got like a, a deep fear in the pit of my stomach that I had accidentally doxed <laughs> you before I remembered that I. <laughs> That is next year. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's it for me. Do we have any uh, email questions or anything we want to get to before we sign off? Uh, we I don't believe we do. Okay. Uh, unless you want to, unless you want to say yes to online privacy. No. Surfshark ads. Okay. Then no. no. All right. Again, Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning next, in. Well, well, next week, next week, Wednesday night, Destiny's Way or Bad Batch. Bad Thursday Batch. night, Thursday, Destiny's Way. Yep, that's the plan so far. Double, double toil and trouble next week for you guys. Yeah, and that's the because the the following week we're only doing a Bad Batch episode on the Wednesday, and yep. then I'm I'm leaving for yep. different house. How many hey, uh, how many right. weeks did you say you're gonna be away? Sorry. Uh, so I'll be able to do. I won't be able to do the Thursday night on the 29th. Because that's yeah. going to be the day we get the house. But mm-hmm. the seventh, I'll be able to do like a bad I, batch really or something. I should be able to do a bad batch episode every week. Okay, I'll just be like maybe in my kitchen or something. So it, it yeah. should be fine for Tapcaf at least. You can call in if you need to. Yeah, I might need you to host and yeah, that's all. Okay, or with Streamyards, I guess it, it does it all itself. But we're going to be on X2. We're going to be playing some other stuff. Maybe some Halo. Maybe some Helldivers. Something happening. Yeah, that's what we agreed on, right? Helldivers, I thought. I think so. But it's been a it's been a, a whole thing. So Choke has ended in the lead with 36 votes in. 53% of the votes says Choke. Told you. Fucking Got hearts and minds to change. Garbage bullshit. Okay, bye everyone. My best chance is getting Mark Campbell to answer me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>